Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. It's 4 o'clock in Los Angeles. It's 6 o'clock in Chicago. And it's 7 p.m. in the Big Apple, New York City. Hello, everybody. It's part two of the Epstein Epilogues. I'm your host, Mad Dog DeCipio, for What's the Buzz, America's Best Podcast. And wouldn't you know it, she's back again. She's back again for a second night. <laughs> Amelia, roll and roll, roll tie. <laughs> Amelia roll tight. <laughs> oh, for crying out. How you doing, kid? Doing good. How are you? I'm all right. Trying to figure out how to get rid of you over here, but it ain't yeah. working. <laughs> Not working. Try to strip, but you're like an old shoe. You keep coming back. I've been with you for two years. Are you still? Two have... years. I know. <laughs> two years. Amelia came on as the, you, you came on as a I think a guest yeah, mm-hmm. and you were talking about Gino Hernandez the wrestler yeah, and I think that was you who was with us today that uh, was it was you wait a minute I'm trying to think it was yourself mm-hmm. our friend Jake yes and maybe I'm wanting to say maybe Jimmy Phillips. Yes. Uh-huh. And we were talking about his anniversary, which is actually today. Oh, Gino's anniversary today. Yeah. Of all days. Right? Oh, wow. Is it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Well, yeah. we watched Gino Hernandez. How mm-hmm. many years has it been? He died in 86. Wow, yeah. so it's been 38 years, yeah, and he died at the age of 29. Yeah, wait, is, am I right? Is that right? Yeah, I believe 38 years, mm-hmm. yeah, he died at the age of 29 years old. Yeah, wow, mm-hmm. uh, what, what year? 1986? 1986. Yeah. Wow, it's been 38 years. Yeah. Holy, shit. yeah. That he's been going that long. Yes. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Well, we are, man, I, I tell you, it's funny that you say that because tomorrow mm-hmm. night, we're going to talk a little bit about Gino, but we're also going to talk about, we have a very special show coming up tomorrow night, the rise and fall of the WWE. What's happening with Vince McMahon as he lost his mind completely? Some people say, yes, he has. Or is he faking it because he's in a lot of boiling water? <laughs> he no, he ain't faking it. Vince is a, a loon. Mm. He, he really is like he's kind of off the chart. Mm-hmm. I think it's all them human growth hormones he's been taking over the years. Right. <laughs> I think they fucked with his head. Probably so. or But he's paying the price for it now. 
I tell He's you. paying the price for a lifetime of steroid abuse. Yes. Sad. Very sad. That man, he was the gold standard for a long time. Mm-hmm. You couldn't touch. Everything he touched turned to gold. Yes. Now everything he touches turns to shit. Right. <laughs> No, I'm not even being funny about it. I'm being no, serious. We, we were even told that yesterday by one of our listeners. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, listen, we're back for part two uh, in the saga, the strange case of Jeffrey Epstein, the Epstein epilogues. This is part two. This is the second part of our series yes. in Jeffrey Epstein. So, uh, Amelia, tell everybody kind of a, give them a nutshell view of the Jeffrey Epstein case. Yes, absolutely. Of course, we had uh, started talking about how we didn't know how he got, of course, his money. Uh, we were talking about how everybody was on the island, a lot of rich, famous people he would invite. Yeah. And a lot of young mm-hmm. kids, boys and girls, of course, were around there and these celebrities were around we don't know what exactly had happened but we allegedly they were with these celebrities we don't know what happened on the island with yeah. these celebrities and uh of course they, he got caught arrested and yeah. um got A tried couple of times um, by the way right couple and of times got found guilty and yeah supposedly died i'm gonna say supposedly because from what we saw in the photographs that you showed yesterday, it does not look like the same person. And we, uh, yeah, we had an interesting show yesterday. We had a very interesting show. Um, no, it sure the hell did not look like the same guy. No, it did not. In my and that's just my opinion. That's Again, our I'm opinion not... because I I agree with you. Oh, are you of that mindset? Okay. Yeah, it did not. The pictures you showed yesterday did not look like the same two people. Yeah, it it really didn't look like. I don't know. To me, it just didn't. No, it did know? not. It just didn't to me. Um, again, you know, everybody's got the every. If you ask a thousand people, you're going to get a thousand different responses. Right. right. You know, it's a it's kind of a strange thing, um, especially with the Epstein case because nothing. Believe me, nothing in the Epstein case is as it seems. You're going to get so many different answers of how he got his money, how he got his homes, how he, you know, well, and that's too. Yeah, that's kind of the million dollar question. Yes. Some of the questions that we asked last night, and we have to ask them again tonight. Right. Who did Jeffrey Epstein work for? Work for, right. They, They said anything from. We've gotten everything from the intelligence community. Um, see, all right, we mm-hmm. got somebody. I'm going to stop there. We got somebody right. coming in. It's Leon. Mm-hmm. Leon says Epstein's not dead. He's in witness protection. Leon, right. I said the same thing last night. Right. I said the same thing last night. I said, you're not going to kill Epstein because he's worth more alive than dead. Correct. See, some people are worth more dead than alive. Mm-hmm. Not Epstein, because he knows the where opposite. the bodies are buried. Mm-hmm. You know? That's why you want to keep him alive and close to where you can... Close to the vest, as they say. Absolutely. Um, the other thing we talked about is... You know, who did he work for? Uh, what did he do for a living? 
Uh, you know, on whose behalf did he do it? You know, the one of the things that came out last night that's going to come out in a lot more detail tonight is the fact, and that we have to say it's a fact because they right. can back it up. The fact that Epstein worked for, and I'm not making this up, you can check it out. He worked for at least, at least three intelligence agencies that we know of. He worked for the British intelligence, United States intelligence, and Israeli intelligence. Mm -hmm. He was a Jew. He could, he could easily fit in. He was also very well learned and, and, and well, um, well respected. And yes. quite frankly, he was well known mm -hmm. in Britain Right, because he did a lot of business in Britain. And yes. Needless to say, uh, here too, because he was born here. Yes, but he apparently he had an influential family. He was a musician. He you were heard last night, Amelia. He played yes. the piano. Oh, absolutely. He had all kinds of different um, uh, careers. He was mm -hmm. he was he got bored very easily. Oh, absolutely. You know and. Uh, and, and things mm -hmm. like that that we learned. Mm -hmm. So, but tonight we're going to find out some, you know, something like, for example, what really happened to him? Right. He was found dead, supposedly found supposedly. dead, uh, in a in the most secure, not just a secure facility, mm -hmm. the most secure maximum federal facility in the world. Right. Okay. The New York Federal Detention Center is the hardest place in the world to get out of. Okay? You're either going to get out dead or dead. All right. Okay? Or deader. Right. And he was supposed to be under a watch. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. He was under nothing, please. Nothing. Mm -mm. You're going to tell me, okay, okay let's, let's, let's play make-believe, folks. Okay. Right. <laughs> so just follow me here because I'm not making a word of this up. No. So Jeffrey Epstein is on suicide watch. Okay. For a couple of days. Okay. I'll buy that. Of course, it's when a person gets arrested, especially a famous person with a lot of money, sometimes they want to take themselves out. And I, I get it. I understand. Mm -hmm. All right. So, they have him on the suicide watch. Okay, so, evidently, he was no longer a threat to himself. Mm -hmm. So, he was no longer on suicide watch. But, he was still being monitored by a 24-hour surveillance camera and two guards posted at his jail, mm -hmm. in his jail cell. Because he was a maximum right. security uh, you know, prisoner. Mm -hmm. High-ranking maximum security prisoner. Follow me. Here's where it gets funny. <laughs> Here's where it gets funny. On the day... <laughs> I'm laughing. On the day when he supposedly killed himself, the camera stopped working, and both guards had to go to the bathroom. At the same time. At the same time. Yeah. And I'm not making a word of this up. So please tell me if I'm if I'm 
Tell me, please, if I'm making this up. Uh, and the, supposedly the camera stopped working for 30 minutes. A whole 30, 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Exactly 30 minutes it stopped working. Right. Okay? Funny, ain't it? Right. And he hmm. just happened to have committed suicide in that 30-minute window. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's where it gets funnier. How do you die in a 30-minute window, but your body's got rigor mortis? Right. Because it doesn't set in for three or four hours. Okay? Explain to me, Lucy. Mm -hmm. How does that happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. Somebody needs to explain this to me, and, and nobody's done it yet, and I can't make any sense out of it. <laughs> I'm yeah. a pretty bright guy. Right. But I just can't figure out how a camera all of a sudden decides, it decided on its own to stop working. And then 30 minutes later, the camera worked again. Yeah. Huh. Right after he killed himself, the camera worked again. It's amazing. But we figured out last night what happened, folks. Okay? It wasn't Jeffrey Epstein. He's alive and well somewhere. Because I'll show you the pictures again tonight, and it's okay. going to blow your mind. It's not the same guy. The picture that you saw, that picture you saw with him, somebody on a stretcher, uh -huh. that wasn't him on a stretcher. It was somebody, but it wasn't him. Right. And to figure out where he is or who he is, is we could go down so many rabbit holes. It's just so... <laughs> oh, this we don't want to go there. <laughs> full of rabbit holes. Are you kidding me? Which one you want to jump into, Pitt? Yeah, and you know? which one is going to be the right one? Who knows? <laughs> well, like, there's no such thing as a bad rabbit hole. Let's no, put it because way. we could go down this scenario. Okay, it could be this one. He's working for this person. And then, too, there's also where is the black book? That's another scenario, too. Leon just nailed this whole thing in one sentence. Mm -hmm. It sounds as believable as a WWE storyline. You're absolutely <laughs> right, Leon. Right? <laughs> Kudos to you on that one. I like that. I'm going to leave that up there for a while, too. Mm -hmm. It's like, who's going to be the heel and who's going to be and who's going to do this one? Who's going to jump off the top rope and or the well, top bunk? <laughs> as I said last night, mm -hmm. talking about this sort of thing, you know, I think, you know, in, in the... In wrestling, you know, in fighting, you got a baby face, you got a heel. Mm -hmm. It's a strange thing with Jeffrey Epstein because he is both. Both. He's both. He's both the baby face mm -hmm. and the heel. And I'm trying to I get my paperwork here. Hey, yes. I found something here I want to share with everybody. Okay. Um, for a long time after his death people have wondered was he murdered did he commit suicide and then the people like us the conspiracy minded people who I think are the brightest people in the world thank you mm -hmm. right give us a hot absolutely mm -hmm. I think that Jeffrey Epstein as our friend Leon said I think he's in witness protection. And I said it when the moment I saw, I'm going to tell you when it was too. Leon, I'm going to tell you when it was. When they showed him coming out on that stretcher, if it's a, a dead body, always has to have a sheet over it. 
Correct. It has to. Yes. Okay. It has to. They took that body out with no sheet on its face. You know why? Mm. Because they wanted you to know that's not him. Correct. That's my take on it. Mm-hmm. They were telling you. They were t- the, the ones that are smart enough to listen. They're telling you it's not him. Right. It's not him. Look. Look at what we're showing you. We're showing you his nose is all wrong. His ears are all wrong. It's not the same guy. We saw it last. Not only did we see still pictures, we saw video Mm -hmm. of Epstein. He's got a straight nose. Yes. The nose they showed you last night looked like my honker. Yeah, if you like that, yeah, it's going to look like. Yeah, Yeah, look at that. Mm -hmm. I got a big Italian nose, you know? Mm -hmm. And just how we did that show before. Remember, in plain sight, it was right there. In plain right, sight. Hello, right there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like my notes in plain sight. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing. But now getting back to this, because this is serious stuff. Mm-hmm. It is. Getting back, the evidence suggested. The evidence suggested to Dr. Michael Bodden. And you know who Dr. Michael Bodden is. Dr. Michael Bodden is the country's foremost. This guy's this guy is absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's the country's foremost forensic pathologist. When somebody dies, whether it's somebody famous or somebody mm-hmm. that nobody knows, if this guy's on the case, he's gonna find out what happened. Oh, absolutely. Dr. Bodden said. Jeffrey Epstein, the, the uh, let's put it this way. He didn't say Jeffrey Epstein. He said, this person was murdered. Huh. That's what he said. He didn't even say Jeffrey Epstein. He said, this person was murdered. And let me, let me, I'll re- read it exactly what it says. Forensic pathologist Dr. Michael Bodden has suggested that he did not that he did not die from suicidal hanging as we're being led to believe. He believes that the person, the person was murdered. He never said Epstein. He said the person because Dr. Bodden doesn't believe that that's Jeffrey Epstein. And that's how he's, he's saying it. He has to be careful how he says it. Right. He can't say, I don't think that's Jeffrey Epstein. But what he can say and get away with is the body there, that body was murdered. But he never said Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. Hmm. You understand that? Yeah. It, you understand it, the difference? Yeah. If, if it was an actual, if he was so in, in court, wouldn't he have to say Jeffrey Epstein body? No, not necessarily. No. Hmm. A great question. He would not necessarily have to say it. He only would have to say it if he were compelled to by the judge. Otherwise, all he's required by law to do is to present his findings to the court. Oh, I see. And that's it. I examined a body, Your Honor. The body, Your Honor, was deceased when I got it. The body had ligature marks around the neck. 
I believe, Your Honor, that body was strangled. I do not believe that it fell out of uh, and hung itself uh, from the bed or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Because what happened is that body that you saw, that body, whoever that was, his neck was broken. Okay? His neck was broken. Right. I think they found a guy that looked enough like Epstein for them to be able to get away with what they did. And look, the government's in bed with Hollywood, okay? It's easy enough to figure out that it doesn't take a rocket scientist to put a little bit of prosthetics, a little bit of makeup, you know? Boom, there you go. Instant zombie, okay? Instant dead guy. I mean, I hate to be cynical, but that's the world we live in. Right. Okay? Guys with that kind of money, you don't understand, folks. You don't understand. Guys with that kind of money do not, do not commit suicide. Look at John McAfee. John McAfee was worth billions, billions. Okay? He's the guy who invented McAfee antivirus. Almost every computer that is ever bought has it. Okay? You're going to tell me that guy who was worth billions of dollars committed suicide in a dirty jail cell in Spain? Uh -uh. I don't buy it. No. I don't buy it. I think he's in Wittpeck or somebody killed him there. But we have more proof. We have more proof that John McAfee is dead. We know he didn't commit suicide, but we know he's dead. But we think we know what happened. We think they killed him there. And we think the U.S. Marshals got a hold of him and killed him. Because those guys are merciless. They don't give a shit who you are. No. Um, they get paid either way. Oh, absolutely. Um. So walk me through this. Oh, you know about let's hold on a second. Let me just do something to you. Okay. Let's bring this up. One of Epstein's accusers. Here we go. Virginia Guafre said in her lawsuit, uh, starting with this, she was 17. Epstein and his girlfriend, Ghislaine Maxwell, set up sexual encounters with royalty politicians, academic, uh, academics, businessmen, and other rich and powerful men, including Prince Andrew, all of these men deny the allegations. Of course they do. Yeah. yeah. Epstein was arrested. He was um, taken to federal prison. He was released. When he was out, he started business up again, and everything that's followed him kept following him again, and he got arrested again. And this time, so did his girlfriend. So, um, if you know the story of Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, we're going to tell you now. If you don't know it, listen up careful. Federal prosecutors in New York charged her with sex crimes, saying that she helped recruit underage girls that Epstein sexually abused, and sometimes she participated in the abuse herself. 
on December 30th, 2021, after a month-long trial, jury convicted Maxwell of multiple charges, including sex trafficking, conspiracy, and transportation of a minor for illegal sexual activity. On June 28th, 2022, she's sentenced to 20 years in prison, but there were no cameras there. No one ever saw this happen. There's no record of it anywhere written down. It went from the so-called courtroom to the television with nothing in between. I believe that Jeffrey Epstein and his girlfriend are together somewhere. I believe that they're working with and for the government. Uh, I think that's why the only reason they're still alive. We know she's alive for sure. Oh, yes. And I believe I would bet 99.9% that that he's still alive too. Oh, yeah. Always that little bit of doubt, but I think he's still around. Oh, absolutely, because it's if you're going to keep somebody alive, you're going to keep them alive to continue to working for you somehow or other, because you're worth to them something. You're going to be, especially her, because she's going to know more information, either to exactly. turn against him oh, later she's on. she's going to know. You know why mm-hmm. she's going to know? Oh, she was this close to him. She, yeah, she's mm-hmm. in this uh, eye deep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And if anything, she's going to know where that black book is, if she probably has it herself hidden somewhere because they're still wanting that black book. As I said, Epstein is released from jail for the next Mm -hmm. decade. Multiple women come forward Mm -hmm. to say that they were Epstein's victims. Mm -hmm. On August 10th, 2019, guards find Epstein. This this is (laughs) I shake my head every time I read this. Guards find Epstein dead in his cell at a federal Mm -hmm. jail in New York City. Investigators concluded he killed himself. Yeah. Really? No. Nope. Really? I want to know what school of <laughs> policing you went to, you dumb fucks. <laughs> Who the hell pays for your education? Right. Okay. Especially I never went the- to policing school, <laughs> but I could tell you that smells like sardines mm-hmm. all over the place. Yeah, especially with those pictures that we saw. Supposedly, that was his cell. <laughs> oh, please. You, yeah, that's that's nuts. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? No. That's nuts. No. There's no way. You're not going to tell me. Mm-mm. I don't care who you are. You're not going to tell me that mm-hmm. that person who looked nothing like no. him. I'll show you how they got away with it. Mm-hmm. It's very easy how they got away with it. Because and I pointed it out last night. Yes, they got away with it, and I'm going to show everybody again tonight. If you, if you didn't see last night's show, mm-hmm. they got away with it by putting a bruise on his mm-hmm. face. Yeah. Why? Right. Why yeah. did that make the difference? Because it takes your eye away from everything else. Mm-hmm. You're drawn to the bruise on his face. Yeah, right there in the center. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at this, Amelia. We're going to live, watch mm-hmm. a little. Show and tell here. Check a look. Recruited and given a position, pretend to be a billionaire. Mm. Jeffrey Epstein has never been a billionaire. He's never made 
any business deals himself. He was allowed to pretend to be a billionaire, and his job was to to entrap influential Americans and Brits and others around the world, entrap them in sex scandals with underage teenage girls so that they could be blackmailed. So his job was uh, pretend to be a billionaire and entrap influential people. His salary was unlimited access to teenage girls. Mansions, the jets, cars. He could pretend to be a billionaire. Everybody thought he was a billionaire. But he knew he's not a billionaire. He's just, he's, he's working for the company. Who's the company? Mm-hmm. You heard him say yeah. he was working for the company. Right. Amelia, mm-hmm. who is the company? I mentioned it two nights ago. Yeah. I mean, uh, the company could be, like you said, the FBI, CIA, undercover agents of some sort. Well, it's not the FBI. Mm-hmm. It's one agency. Mm-hmm. Only one agency in the world is called the company, mm-hmm. the CIA. Yeah. They have, they make the FBI look like boogers, okay? <laughs> That's The horrible. CIA makes the FBI look like boogers because mm-hmm. that's where all the money is. The FBI doesn't have any money. One hundred and twenty-six. Like it's like CIA they're has they're different cops. organizations too. So you got to understand the difference between these agencies. Mm-hmm. The FBI are police. Mm-hmm. The CIA are not police. They're military. That's the difference. They're military. Mm-hmm. The CIA is a weaponized military organization. Code name the company. It's not a big mm-hmm. secret because everybody knows the company is the CIA. If you don't believe that, just go on Google mm-hmm. and what organization is referred to as the company? CIA. Okay. That's it's right there. And you know those pictures that they confiscated, those portraits that they had painted of that he had it all over his house as well. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering if that uh, there's something hidden in those as well that they confiscated. Funny you should say that because mm-hmm. um, the the picture that they pulled of Bill Clinton with wearing the dress, mm-hmm. that picture was hanging over a wall safe. Wow. Yeah. So there was apparently he had safes all over his house, mm. but he had stand up safes. He had big, heavy safes. Then he had a couple installed in the wall. But the one of Bill Clinton was, you know, there was a, a wall safe behind right. it. Right. Hmm. Uh, so they say. Right. Um, I'm just going by, you know, what I know. Right. What I've read. But let's talk about this because you heard what this man said. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein was given unlimited, unlimited resources. His, you heard what the, the gentleman said, and I, right. I think it's very interesting. He said Jeffrey Epstein's salary was a plethora of underage girls because mm-hmm. they knew he was a sexual pervert. Okay? You give us what we want, we'll give you what you want. Okay, You understand? Yes. How that worked? Yes. That's the game they played. And that's the game the government plays when they want something. 
Okay, you want this? We want this from you. Okay. Well, I want something from you, too. I will yeah. Tell me what you want. I'll tell you what I want. And we'll see if we can compromise here. Mm-hmm. It's making a deal with the devil is what it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Big time. And they, and they do it all the time. They do it all the time. So um, tell everybody what else we just heard, Amelia. Yeah, and then, of course, making a deal with them. And, of course, they said that uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, they didn't know. He, they gave him the house. They gave him you know, money and, uh, and also the contacts with and the government officials. He had all these access to all these government oh, officials. Absolutely. And they set him up to be a billionaire. Yes, yeah, so they set him up with everything, uh, cars, money, everything. And Jeffrey Epstein, mm-hmm. in my opinion, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go on record as saying it. Jeffrey Epstein, in my opinion, was the world's greatest successful underachiever. Yes. Because he had no skills and no talent. And they knew that. But he had a look and mm-hmm. he knew how to get people to talk. Yes. That's why they used him. That's why he worked for the intelligence organizations. British intelligence, Israeli intelligence, U.S. intelligence. Yeah. The company. What is the company? Yeah. Central Intelligence Agency. He could look at you like this and get you to talk without even probably saying a word or just saying one thing and get you to just spill the beans. Like, well, sometimes like they don't, you know, people love to hear themselves talk anyway. Mm-hmm. And most people, if you just give them an opening, mm-hmm. they'll go with it. Oh, yeah. Let's watch this. Israel, Mossad, what's the plan? Entrap influential Americans and others in Great Britain and Europe. Jeffrey Epstein is a Mossad clandestine operations officer, assisted by Mossad clandestine operations officer, Ghislaine. Let's read that along there, Amelia. Hmm? Let's read that along. Jeffrey Epstein is a Mossad clandestine operations officer. Assisted by Mossad clandestine operations, Ghislaine Maxwell. She was in it with them. And that their mission is to precisely do what they've been doing. Entrap politicians, judges, celebrities, prosecutors, and corporate leaders. What's the? Here's my question to you, Pitbull. Mm-hmm. What's the benefit? What's the end game here? What's the benefit? That he had a, a woman with him to where she could also draw the men, the politicians, to him as well. Well, I understand that. I get that, too. But that's not what I'm getting at. What What's the end game? What's in it for him? What's in it for her? Um, well, they both get to rich and they both can uh, benefit from it as well. Uh, no, you just said it. Mm-hmm. They both get rich. Yeah. That's the end game and money. Yeah. That's all this is about. Do you think they both used each other for that, though? You think maybe toward the end? Do I think they would go against each other? Yes. In a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. If When a dollar is involved, there are no alliances. Mm-hmm. When money's involved, there are no teams. It's an individual um, 
free for all, if you want to use that term. Right. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like I'm going to equate this to a wrestling match. <laughs> it's kind of like the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. You can work together to get Andre the Giant out of the ring. But right. at the end of the match, you might be against the same guy that helped you. You're going to have standing. <laughs> so it comes down to every man for himself mm -hmm. to each, you know, to each his own. Right. There, in other words, do I think that she would sell him out? Mm -hmm. I think she could have. Right. But I don't think she did because I believe, I honestly believe in my heart that she really, truly loved him and still does. Right. Because like I said, I don't think he's dead. I think he's still around. Let's watch this. Um, and that their mission is to do precisely what they have been doing. Entrap U.S. politicians, judges, celebrities, prosecutors, and corporate leaders. Died, uh, maybe at the hands of Mossad, who many people say uh, he had crossed the line, he was threatening to reveal... By the way, Amelia, mm -hmm. do you have any idea who Ghislaine Maxwell's father is? No, I don't have any idea who he is. You're looking at it right there. Hmm. Robert Maxwell owns the Daily Mirror newspaper in London. Wow. You see that? Yeah. Maxwell behind it? Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you think that man felt having to print his name, his daughter's name, all over his newspapers. Oh my gosh! Probably Did he know? Was he in on it? Well, it depends on if he got some of the cut. Depends on. Well, that. if he got some of the cut, it had better been a damn big cut. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Otherwise, I here's why I'm asking you because I don't think he knew. Uh, probably not. So he probably felt ashamed. I think they kept him out of the loop. Yeah, I really do. I think they kept that poor bastard out of the loop. Yeah. So he can say, I don't know. They call it plausible deniability. Mm -hmm. It's called plausible deniability. Let's listen. Some of the secrets. Such an important person for Israel that they gave him a state funeral. And she went on and on and on about the funeral ceremony. And she showed me pictures of like what a big deal it was. And she said, she said they murdered Israel the two biggest pieces of shit on planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, Barack exactly. Obama and his boyfriend Mike. Mm -hmm. Mike. Yeah, they took over Robert Maxwell's spying records operations and moved that to Florida to Jeffrey Epstein's house. That's been admitted. That's a fact. Was the late convicted sex offender and financier Jeffrey Epstein a useful idiot for the Israeli state? Former Israeli spy Ari Ben Menashe on the hidden links between a pedophile and a British prince. 
<laughs> okay. Wow, they called him a useful idiot. <laughs> How horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you heard what I said yeah. about 10, 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. He's the most successful underachiever on planet Earth. The most successful. Because mm-hmm. he made a fortune because they let him. Yeah. He got them what they wanted, and they gave him what he wanted. Which got to was live the lifestyle. Underage, underage girls. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and got to live the lifestyle of having money and houses and, and cars. And he shared them with his pervert friends, you know, Bill Clinton and, you know, Barry Obama. Yeah. Not his real name, by the way. Barry right. Satoro is Barack Obama. So, by the way, it's interesting. Barack Hussein Obama. Mm. Okay. Think about this. The name Barack is Israeli. Yes. The name Hussein, what is that? Mm-hmm. Hussein, yeah. What it's is it? Iran? Oh, Iraq? It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't it Iraqi or Iran or something like that? No. Mm-hmm. It's Israeli. Yeah, Israeli. Okay. And Obama. Maybe. What kind of name is Obama? A terrorist, probably. <laughs> It's Irish. Irish. Okay. How many? They made up a fucking name for this guy, Barack Hussein Obama. Jeez, how many? Uh, Israeli, Israeli, Iraqi, and Irish. And they're going to claim he's from Hawaii. His ass <laughs> is from Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> Please. Hmm. His, yeah, his ass is from Hawaii. That and the fucking coconut that got shoved up there. <laughs> Let's watch this. Hmm. Former Israeli spy Ari Ben Menashe, who worked for Robert Maxwell, the late disgraced British tabloid Daily Mirror owner, joins me now via Skype from Montreal in Canada. Ari, thanks for coming on. I said... Uh... Pay lots of attention to what this guy says. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pay, pay very close attention to what this guy says. As I told you a moment ago, mm-hmm. Robert Maxwell was the owner mm-hmm. of the Daily Mirror newspaper. Remember that. Okay, continue. Israeli spy, because Israel denies you are a spy, despite the U.S. jury verdict that you acted for Israel. Tell me about being a spy and uh, why when you... Uh, talk about geopolitics, you're not fearful, more fearful, of assassination. I live in Canada and I will... I wrote a book. It's all out there. And I hope for the best. Of course, it's a book that came out some years ago. Now, Jeffrey Epstein is dead. Now, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, there are reports she's in Paris. You maintain that it was your employer, Robert Maxwell, owner of the Daily Mirror, you say that he was an Israeli agent. You say that his daughter, Ghislaine, also, though, worked for Israel. And it was Robert Maxwell who introduced Jeffrey Epstein to Ghislaine Maxwell way before the 1990s, as mainstream media is reporting. Okay. Oh, so wow. we're learning something new here. Mm-hmm. All right. I stand corrected. Well, guess what? Apparently, Mr. Maxwell mm-hmm. did know about Jeffrey Epstein. He's the one, evidently, who introduced him to his daughter, Ghislaine okay. Maxwell. Right. So I was giving the guy the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. So he did know him. Um, 
Maybe you were right. Maybe he was holding up for a bigger cut. <laughs> Probably. And then he thinks that just because he's in Canada and he wrote a book. And if you notice that he was looking up, it was like he was being told what to say. I don't think he was so much being told what to say. Or he could. I think he was being monitored by his lawyer. To see if he could answer the question. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think there was definitely somebody with him. Yeah, sure. it looked like somebody was there to see if he could answer that question or Let, something. Let's see if he keeps looking up. Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mr. Epstein was introduced to Ms. Maxwell probably sometime in the 80s. And Mr. Maxwell also thought he might and uh, should be introducing a, a fellow to date his daughter. He tried to do a favor to his daughter to find her a shidduch, as they say in Hebrew, a match. Okay. okay. Now, Amelia, mm-hmm. you're going to have to walk me through this one. Okay. Okay. So this rich guy comes to Jeffrey Epstein, mm-hmm. wants to introduce him to his daughter. Because evidently the guy must think that his daughter's homely looking. Right. Now, I don't. I don't myself. This is just me. I don't find Ghislaine Maxwell attractive, but you're a woman. Mm-hmm. So tell me on a scale of one to 10, where does she rate in the attractive scale? Um, maybe a six or so. And maybe he was paying Jeffrey Epstein to date okay, his daughter. So a little been... bit, a little, a little better than halfway. Yeah. Could have been that okay, he was paying him to date his daughter and she, he fell into her trap saying, I'll continue well, dating I, her. You know what? I'm glad you said that because I thought about that. Yeah. I thought, what if this whole thing is a big setup by Maxwell? Because don't forget, mm-hmm. don't forget, he's a newspaper guy. Right. He's a newspaper guy and he's got a lot of money mm-hmm. and he's got a lot of connections and he knows exactly. everybody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's take a look at what this guy says here. And that didn't really quite work out. I suppose what the most alarming allegations that you've been making are that the entire Epstein operation was a honey trap operation to entrap politicians, policymakers, celebrities, people in the media eye, basically to become Israel's assets. Correct. That. Uh, it became um, basically an uh, intelligence operation to entrap uh, different politicians around the world. Because the major- well, and and we talked about what would be the reason, right, to get the goods on them. Exactly. So, so if you if you know what makes a person tick, yes. you can hold, you can dangle it in front of them like a carrot. Exactly. It's you like- can hold shit over their head. You know. Mm-hmm. This guy, I I like this guy because he's not afraid to speak. No, and he doesn't give a fuck. He just, he, <laughs> listen to him; he just don't give a shit. No. The media narrative is: we don't know about Ghislaine Maxwell. She denies all wrongdoing, and basically, Epstein was a pedophile and uh, was a successful banker. He made lots of money, and uh, he was a criminal pedophile, and he died in a jail awaiting justice. That's the story. Nothing to do with Mossad, nothing to do with Israeli military intelligence, nothing to do with uh, Israel. Yeah, they would uh, They would deny it. It's a real bad story. And they would deny it. But 
he was put straight with the Israelis by uh, Robert Maxwell at the time, a military intelligence, and uh, started working there for them. I mean, I'm sure Israel's ambassador to London would deny that. Over here, obviously, Prince Andrew is a big story because he's supposed to be the Queen's favorite son. But yeah, I, I like this guy because, like, like I said, he's got nothing to hide. No. The other thing I like about him is he just doesn't give a shit. No. No. He really he doesn't care. Mm-mm. And uh, he's going to speak. He's going to mm-hmm. speak the truth. What are they mm-hmm. going to do? No. They're going to hurt him. No, because he's in Canada. He said he's writing a book, they're and he had an attorney. He's probably got more security than the president. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's watch it. So, um, good to see you today. A really big week ahead. Look at his nose and look at his ears. Right. Does that look like the guy you saw last night? No, it does not. Nothing like him. Nothing at all. Thank you. The guy that was dead on that stretcher had a big hook nose. Yes. Like his nose was bigger than mine, and I got pretty. It looked like his nose had been like more pointier right here, and his looks straight like this. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's called a classic nose, classic straight. If you use the death penalty, that removes any chance of forgiveness or uh, for the for the remorseful. Um, and in, in this particular case, um, there are several of the defendants, many still in early um, adulthood, um, who have expressed enormous regret uh, for their offences, and um, they resolve to live better, more personal. That's Richard Branson. He's one of the wealthiest men in the world. Sir Richard Branson. He owns Virgin Airlines. He owns the Virgin Line. Mm-hmm. That's his brand. Yes. It's interesting that it's called Virgin. All right. Um, not making any judgments, mm-hmm. folks. No. Just, just say, it's also interesting that his logo is written in red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looks, I'm not going, again, I'm not making any judgment. No. It just happens to. It's it weird. just happens. It's just it's yeah, Amelia. It just mm-hmm. wink, wink happens. Mm-hmm. Happens to look like that. Yeah. Wink, wink. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's wink, red. Hmm. Yeah, I hear you, kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So I tell just, me what you know about Richard Branson. I just don't understand. I mean, I'm going back to the girl though. I mean, his supposed girlfriend. I just don't understand how she could be thrown to the wolves like that. I mean, that's how I feel. That she got thrown to the wolves. And I I don't know. Um I feel like she did. And then of course being arrested like that, pretty much having to take the heat for a lot of it. But then of course maybe she's a witness protection program, like you said, because we don't know what happened to her after the trial. We didn't even see her go to jail. Cause you know how after they do the celebrities, they yeah. go to trial to jail, they'll see them going to the van and being take off being taken off. We don't see we didn't see any of that. And I just feel sorry True. for her, though, in a way, because she pretty much got the gist of it, the end yeah. of it, the horrible part of it. I have a really, really interesting clip coming up. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I have to put this in the context. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a clip of Tucker Carlson. Well, you're going to see him shortly. And he's introducing 
uh, Jeffrey Epstein's brother, his only surviving heir. Okay. Um, you're going to hear um, Epstein's brother speaking to the jailer at the at the uh, detention facility. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're not going to see his face. They're going. They're going to cut his face out to protect his identity. But please take note of what he's saying. Okay. We'll play it now. As far as trying to get the abolition, is that um, conservatives and liberals have got together and and both want to see the abolition of the death penalty in America um, has now abolished. Epstein's lenient sentence said, quote, I was told Epstein belonged to intelligence and to leave it alone. And we know that the current CIA director visited Epstein's home. And all of the top journalists who have looked deeply into the Epstein case believe that intelligence agencies, including Mossad and CIA, were involved with Epstein and may have even controlled him. Now, the reason any of this matters is because it's just wrong for the people who are supposed to be protecting us to be involved in sex trafficking. That goes for both minors and adults. Government agencies asking their employees or their contractors to be prostitutes is coercive, exploitative, and wrong. So how did this happen? Miami Herald reporter Julie Brown gave, I think, the most succinct answer in her 2021 book. Epstein got away with his crimes, she said, because nearly every element of society allowed him to get away with them. This Okay, we talked about this last night. How did he get away with it for so long? Because people let him. Yeah, they let him. Yeah, you're you're hearing validation from from a woman who's got nothing to gain in her book. Okay. Society allowed him to get away with it. Why? How? Because they didn't question him. They didn't. We don't question people who have money. Do you know that? Yeah, they don't. Because money will talk. Money will keep people money quiet. Money talks and bullshit walks. It's exactly yeah. what they used to say. Or, or keep people quiet. Yeah, it just depends right. on what, yeah, depends on situation. So, um, yeah, let's um, let's get to the Tucker uh, interview. Hold on just a second. Here you go. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to hear Tucker right about here. Him for revealing orgies and drug parties that politicians attend regularly after he was invited to one. McCarthy taught him a lesson after speaking out, but now he's doing it again, saying that government agencies are conducting operations to entrap politicians in order to gain leverage over them. All the while, Hillary Clinton is mentioned for the first time in the latest Epstein court document release. And our leaders are low-life scum that screw little girls so the Jews can screw America. That's what's happening in this country. I just said it. That's what's going on in this country. Okay. I, this is Michael Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein's brother. Listen to what he's asking and listen to the answers he gets. But as of right now, you're telling me you can't find the PCR report. Not for the 10th of August, 2019. No, not in. It's not in the fire department database. I don't know why. If it's supposed to be there, we'll find out. But first, you've got to get the letters of administration before you can take them anywhere. Yeah, you see, because the date on here is the, the 10th of 19. That's the day they found them, they took them, and he was dead. 
Well, then they might have taken him directly to the morgue. So no, he was in the hospital. I have photographs of him in the hospital, too. Oh, well, I'm, I, you, you didn't tell me that. I'm, yeah. I'm just going by. Yeah, no, no, I understand. I'm just trying to explain yeah. what I know. Yeah, well, I don't know what happened, but uh, so far he's not in the fire department database. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know why, he says. He knows why. The way he said he, it, though, too. He's not allowed to say. Mm-hmm. He, the, this guy's trying to claim his brother's body, mm-hmm. but he can't, he can't claim his brother's body. You know why? Because there isn't a body to claim. There's, there's not a body to claim. That's the problem. Right. Okay. Here's the, I'm going to tell you right now what happened and call me fucking crazy, but I've been called worse. Jeffrey Epstein is that day mm-hmm. walked out the front door with the fire crew and the police and the medics. And they put some lookalike on that gurney because that was not Jeffrey Epstein's body. Not him at all. Uh And his brother, that poor bastard, I feel so sorry for him. That guy has to live knowing that his brother will never be able to see him again. Contact him. Contact him or have any connection with his family. So what we talk about last night, when you're in witness protection, you're dead. Yeah, you can't contact anybody that you previously knew. Nope, not at all. But you hear what the guy is saying. By by the way, that's a a prison officer talking to Michael Epstein. Okay? And the officer is answering him as best he can. But he also knows that he's got to keep his mouth shut. Yes. So if you listen to the answers that he's giving, it sounds very, very much like he he wants to tell him, but he's kind of telling him, mm-hmm. but then he's only up to a certain point, and then he stops. The way he's saying it to him, too, as well. Listen, you're going to hear a lot more of that. Listen to it. Watch this. Um. But they had a private unit at the scene. And uh, could they have taken him yes. somewhere? Well, see, he, he has a photograph of the fire department personnel. That doesn't, that doesn't oh, generate oh. documentation. Yeah. It's just a photograph. Yeah. But what did he say? I couldn't hear. He said that because you see the fire department, because you see the fire department personnel there, that doesn't mean they provided documentation. It could they told me they did. I spoke to them. Yeah. And they were the ones who suggested I get the PCR reports. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they're saying one thing, but the computer is saying something else. Yeah. Well, since I, I heard I that with my I, own ears, I believe them. And I don't know why someone played with the computer and no, it's not there. I'm just telling you the situation. I'm not saying either way. I'm just saying the computer is saying one thing. And the information you got from them is different. Right. So what the computer saying, what the computer is saying is that it doesn't have a record of this. That's that's what I'm. The computer doesn't have a record of this. That's the key. I wanted to stop you there. The computer doesn't have a, you know, Amelia, you work in the medical profession. Right. If it's not in the computer, it doesn't exist. Right. Correct. Guess what? 
Now you know what Michael Epstein is up against. Because uh -huh. he knows what he has. And he knows what he saw. But the computer says, nope, it doesn't exist. We don't have it. So who's lying? Is it him or is it the computer? It's not. It's probably the, well, it's not the computer because it wasn't there. No, it is the computer. Yeah, you know well, why? Yeah, because you have to write. Because you have to the document computer everything. only, no, listen, mm -hmm. now. I'm going to teach you something. Mm -hmm. The computer only knows what you tell it to know. Yeah. That's true. That's all a computer does. It does what you tell it to do. Yeah. If you say, computer, wipe this document out. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You could delete Strike it. Strike of a button, it's gone. Mm -hmm. Done. Let's continue. I'm trying to tell you, yes. And I don't know why. Uh, what's going on? Right. Sure, you don't. Okay. Watch this video. Okay. I'm going to play it twice. Watch. This was taken last year in 2023. Okay? Mm -hmm. Watch it carefully. Documentation. Yeah. Just yeah. But what did he say? I couldn't hear. He said that because you see the fire department, because you see the fire department personnel there, that doesn't mean they provided documentation. They told me they did. I spoke to them. Mm. Yeah. And they were the ones who suggested I get the PCR reports. Mm -hmm. Well, well, they're saying one thing, but the computer is saying something else. Yeah. Well, I'm since I heard that with my own ears, I believe them, and I don't know why someone played with the computer, and no, it's not there. I'm just telling you the situation. I'm not saying either way. I'm just saying the computer is saying one thing, and the information you got from them is different. Right, so what the computer, saying, what the computer is saying is that it doesn't have a record of this. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell you, yes. Yeah. And I don't know why. Uh, what's going on? Watch this. Look at that guy. Mm -hmm. You're not going to tell me that's not Jeffrey Epstein. Hmm. Looks a lot Here's like why him. I say that. If you look at everybody there, mm -hmm. they don't know they're being recorded. No. Nobody's looking. There's not a person there looking at that camera. You know no. why? Because mm -hmm. they don't know there's a camera there. No. There could be, you know, plant somewhere or something like that. Like a. I I have absolutely every belief that whoever filmed this did so with very, very sophisticated equipment. Oh, yes. Because they got in there with a camera mm -hmm. knowing that he was there. Oh, yeah. They can make the best little cameras on your tie or glasses, any kind of thing. They exactly. They can put it right inside your glasses. I've mm -hmm. seen glasses with cameras right in them. Oh, yes. Watch. Mm -hmm. 
There's that Bill Clinton picture. Mm-hmm. It's a real picture. I'm trying to tell everybody. Yeah, that's not, not a Photoshop. Nope. That's real. You get what's going on here? Yeah. I mean, I can play the rest of this, but you're going to see more of the same. Mm-hmm. You get what's going on over here? Yeah. Certain people bought into it hook, line, and sinker. Bill mm-hmm. Clinton being one of them. Oh, yes. Because Bill's a fucking pervert. Mm-hmm. The Bill's Bill Clinton's whole life has been run by the little head, not the big head. Right. That's why Hillary wants nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and I don't think Hillary is Hillary. I think she's a a, a look alike. Oh yeah, I, I think Hillary's gone. Oh yeah, she's like I, really I don't want a part of this Hillary anymore. Gone. Yeah, I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's the same woman. No, at all. She's changed so much. Her her face, you could tell that she's changed. It's a it's a very different woman. Mm-hmm. Very different. Um, well, what do you think? Yeah, I did think we, did we uh, did we do enough? To put it the rest, or we got a, a, another 35, 40 shows. <laughs> I think we have more shows coming because I, I don't think we put this to rest because there's a lot more. I, I happen to agree with you, Amelia. Mm-hmm. I happen to agree with you. Um, because you've actually opened up more questions. I think you've opened up every more doors. time you, yeah, mm-hmm. every time you, you go there, mm-hmm. more questions instead of answers. Yeah. Because the answer to, I think the answer to the question of why they won't let the brother on the island is because it's not his, it's not uh, Jeffrey's island. It doesn't belong to Jeffrey. It belongs to somebody else. Or it belongs to the government. Exactly. That's why they won't let him on the island. That's the whole, I said that from the beginning. It's Mm -hmm. not his island. Exactly. He doesn't own any, you got to remember something. Yeah. They call it Epstein Island, but it's not. Yeah. It's the company island. Mm-hmm. The yeah. government owns that. Mm-hmm. Amelia, mm-hmm. if that island were owned by an individual, mm-hmm. they would have their security there. Yeah. This is federal security. Mm-hmm. You've got military personnel there. Yeah. Well, who do you know has got enough money to hire the military? Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay? Yeah. Okay, how rich you are. And just to get somebody to even try to go in there, forget it. You'll be shot right on the spot. Oh, my God, please. Hmm. Tell everybody what's coming up. Well, let's see. Tomorrow we have, uh, like you were talking about, we're going to talk about Vince McMahon. And a special a- show about <laughs> wrestling and the rise and fall of the <laughs> WWE. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, of course, on February the 5th, we have the one and only legendary uh, Lacey J. Dalton coming back for her own show just by herself she's coming back just to see you <laughs> well I, let's be honest about it <laughs> I'm, I'm worth visiting okay i'm, worth, I'm worth coming to see <laughs> and of course you're going to play her favorite commercial <laughs> she loves that manscape commercial <laughs> yes, you did. speaking of commercials we went a whole hour tonight commercial free thank yes. you yes. to our sponsors mm-hmm. thank you so much we appreciate that yes. Um, 
You'll get them every once in a while, folks. You'll get a commercial-free yeah. hour. And yeah, we had a lot um, to cover tonight, so that's why we were... We had, what would we do? <laughs> we had a lot to cover tonight. So. Oh, yeah, we had a lot to cover. <laughs> if, I did, if I had commercials tonight, we'd be here till like, 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, we did. You know? Mm-hmm. We'd be here till 10 o'clock tonight. It's a long <laughs> show. Right? And anyway. Then, and then um, the February the 6th, we have a producer, director, and sometimes actor Mark Sodkin coming back. Mark Sodkin will be back. And I will tell everyone, everybody today, I just booked back. He's coming back for a second appearance. Angelo Capone, the man with Jerry Lewis's face. Mm-hmm. Our favorite Jerry Lewis impersonator. Mm-hmm. He's Angelo hilarious. Capone will be coming back. And he will be joining us uh, often. Yes. I think you're going to like it. Yeah, we he's We also hilarious. have a special show. Mm-hmm. I want to tell everybody about this. On March the 4th, I will be joined by Dan Ely yeah. and Billy Dyer. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, his late friend, Denny Lane. Yeah. Um, Denny Lane, of course, uh, was in the band Wings with Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Ely knew Denny Lane very well. Uh, Billy Dyer is a, a respected musician, has played all over the world, and uh, he's going to talk about his experiences with, you know, traveling the mm-hmm. world and playing music. And uh, it's going to be a great show. Yeah, that'll we're be. We're going to pay uh, respects and uh, to the late Denny Lane. Yeah, that'll uh, be an all-man show. <laughs> I'm out of that one. It will be myself. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I will. I, Amelia will be on uh, assignment that night. I'll mm-hmm. find something for her to do. <laughs> I'll uh, give her some homework to do. I'll be sneaking in, probably. Right. <laughs> for the next night. Say, hey. <laughs> what else we got? Is that it, kid? <laughs> well, let's see. We have the Glenn Martin coming back. On. Um, oh, Glenn the- Martin will be back February twelfth. Yes. 12th. yes. Yeah, and I think if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. we have Nick uh, Saint Maria, Santa Maria, Maria. Yeah, Nick Santa Maria, who is also mm-hmm. uh, an incredible Hollywood historian. He's like the kindred spirit to me because I love old Hollywood, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be it's going to be me and Nick on that mm-hmm. show. Amelia will be on assignment. Mm-hmm. Make sure uh, you talk about Topper that movie. I love that old movie. What Topper? Yes. You want to join us? Sure. (laughs) I'm okay. Then you can talk about Topper. I love that movie. I was slipping through the channels one day. Yeah. Weirdest shit, you guys. She really. That's a great movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I yes, I've seen Topper. I'm 65. Okay. Topper and Topper Returns. Have you seen that one? I've seen Topper and Topper Returns. Yes. For the. I've seen them all. My friend Irma. I've seen yes. I've seen them all. The special effects for that time. Can you believe it? For that time, it it's better Go than. Ahead. I'm listening again. <laughs> well, the special effects back then was fantastic. I mean, for back then. For it was they were great special effects considering for they were they just have. learning how to do them. Yeah, exactly, and it was great. I'll and tell was... you what, the best special effects, though, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And we're going to do a whole show one night on this movie. Mm-hmm. This mo- we might do two shows, The Wizard of Oz. Yes, that's going to be at least a two nighter because they they broke ground in that movie. Sure it's did. never been done before mm-hmm. in a studio, right? Okay, inside a studio. Mm-hmm. 
They created a tornado. Wow. In a studio. You can't do that today. No, you can't. And when you find out how they did it, you're going to piss your pants. <laughs> I would be like, what? They did it. <laughs> do you know how they did it? No, but I'm I'm not don't tell us yet. Don't tell us yet. Wait till the wait for the show. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> um, I have to book the show. First. <laughs> You'll have to tell us when. It'll be sometime probably in March or so. Or what tornado season? No, it's going <laughs> to. No, actually, it's going to wait till April. Okay. I'll tell you why April. I don't know if you know the story about this. The Wizard of Oz used to traditionally be released around Easter, Easter time. Yes. Remember? Yes. Easter. That's why mm -hmm. it's going to be April. Yes. Very specific reason. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Thank that's it. That. I don't have anything else. I think we got somebody in the I'm chat saying hi. Or... There was anything else we had, but that was it. I think we have somebody in the chat saying hi before we leave. <laughs> oh, here she is. Did you hear the guy who showed the ruby slippers? Got no yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, I did hear that. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, Moonchild. There were seven pairs of ruby slippers. Huh. Did you know that? Four of them are in museums and the other three pair are privately owned. The hmm. pair that Judy Garland wore on her feet in the movie are in the Smithsonian Institute in Washington. The 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 actual pair. Yeah. They're in the Smithsonian. Yeah. I know a lot about that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. And the rug has uh, been yes, I did I, I did know that story, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so listen mm -hmm. for Moonchild. Nice to have you back. Yes. You, kid. It's nice to have you back. For Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman, the mouth of the South herself. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say I, that. I don't care. <laughs> I am the Mad Dog. <gasps> Join us again tomorrow night for the rise and fall of the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> Until we see you tomorrow night, folks, be good to each other. Take care. Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs>